This is not a drill, y'all. I'm back. So at this point, I don't know who should be welcoming who back. Like, should you guys be welcoming me back? Should I be welcoming you back? Either way you look at it, here I am. You're hearing my voice yet again on a Friday. Granted, I said yet again, but I'm saying that like I was back <laughs> since last week or the week before. I've been gone for over a month. It's been a whole lot longer than I anticipated, than I expected, than I even wanted it to be. I really didn't plan on being gone this long. I don't really, sometimes I'm thinking to myself, like what had happened? <laughs> How you end up being gone for this for this long? But um, for inquiring minds, I know folks sometimes want to know what's up and what happened. Is everything good? Everything's good. Sis is still blessed and highly favored. Okay. Um, but what happened was a new work schedule happened for me and having to drive an hour and a half to work and then an hour and a half from work to really do the same thing that I did when I was working from home all those months, which is kind of frustrating in and of itself, um, has wore me out. So I go to work just to sit in my office with the door closed to do all my meetings on Zoom to then drive home. And then the days I work from home, do the same exact thing. So <laughs> needless to say, everyone's job has them doing different things in different in different ways. We're being stressed out from work. So I really don't want to complain too much because that's just my greatest stressor is traveling. So that's where I've been. I've been driving to work and I've been coming home and crashing. The thought of putting any energy into podcasting just wasn't there for me. Um, and so I had to take some time to really get there. And so I know folks have been hitting me up like, where have you been? Where's the episodes? What's going on? Um, and a lot of those people know who they are. I'm talking about you. I hope you're happy that I'm back now. Um, but before I get into really get into this episode, I want to say one, um, this may be a trigger a triggering kind of episode for some for some folks because I am going to be talking about domestic violence um, as it pertains to the incident with Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez, but kind of branching off of that a little bit because I have my own little rant about domestic violence and violence against Black women in general. So that's what I'm going to be discussing this week. And so I don't want to set anybody off. Um, I don't want you feeling like, damn, you know, Tiff ain't, Tiff ain't giving me no warning. I'm not going to go in crazy, crazy detail. But, you know, even talking about it, even the thought of talking about someone being physically abused can be triggering for someone. So I don't want to set anyone off. So please keep in mind that's what this week's episode is about. Um, What else do I want to say before I go into anything else of the meat, the content <laughs> for this week? Oh, Shout out to those of you who have still been listening to my episodes, the old episodes. Shout out to those of you who have still been rating, subscribing, leaving me comments and things like that on Apple Podcasts to rate my podcast. If you haven't done so, I keep asking y'all when I do ask y'all, what are you waiting for? What is it What is it that you're waiting for to, to rate and subscribe? I need you to stop waiting. I just need you to go ahead and do. You got time. You literally have some extra, if you're working from home, let me, let me, let me calm down. Cause I can't talk. 
All right. You mean you may not feel like you have the time, but if you could take an opportunity while you're in between scrolling through Instagram or Facebook or whatever it is you're doing, whatever games you're playing on your phone, you can hop over to the podcast. You can scroll down a little bit and give me and rate me five stars, preferably, and leave a comment. You can also do so in the best way you can show me that you missed me. The best way I can show you that I missed you is by by making these episodes consistently, which I'm going to get back to doing. But the best way you can show me that you missed me is by sharing my podcast, following my page, liking, reposting, commenting. And then honestly, let folks know that you missed me and let them know like, well, what is there to be missed? I don't understand. Like you missed this person. Let me let me find out. Let them let them get in and, and get with this uh, with the times with me and, and hear what I have to say this week. So. Uh, I think that's all that I wanted to say in the beginning. And just a thank you, like I always do, expressions of gratitude is, is important for me. So thank you all for sticking with me and, and coming back with me this week. And I'm really eager to hear what you have to say with, in response to this week's episode. My opinions are just that. They are mine. And um, yeah, that's it. Let's go. This particular issue, um, incident really around Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez, it kind of, it, well, not even kind of, it, it definitely set off, you know, even larger and more blaring alarm to me than just their particular situation of their particular shooting. It The alarm to me that blared off was this, yet again, opportunity for all of us to see the way that black men don't protect us. Not like they say they do. And it's disappointing when it happens because I I truly do believe, right? That even, and this is me being just probably being hopeful, but I do believe that even the men who are, you know, team Tory Lanez, I want to believe deep, deep, deep down inside. I want to that if they saw a black woman needing them or um, could step in for them in a moment when when necessary that they would, I want to feel like it. You see, I, I want to be hopeful, right? But when things like this occur, when there's, there's an abuse against a black woman, especially when as it relates to a celebrity who's also black and male, it's like you're protect black woman radar just kind of like shuts off or just goes on the opposite. And I don't know what it is about niggas with money that makes people just run. But at the root of this particular issue for me that bothered me the most was that there seems to be an incident of domestic violence. And I think for men, it doesn't really, in black men especially, it doesn't really hit you all like that because you're not on the receiving end of it. I'm trying to, you know, make sure I'm using the right words here, right? Because I understand this is not all black men. I'm trying to err on the side of like reason, (laughs) if you will. Like that's where I'm at right now because I feel like uh, this issue for me is painful. It hurts my feelings, (laughs) if I could be honest. It hurts my feelings because my brother asked my opinion he came home this weekend. And he was like, you know, what do you think about the Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lane situation? And I was like, well, you know what? I was planning to get back to podcasting. 
and I'm planning on talking about it. He was like, you know, I was wondering what your opinion was going to be. And he was curious to know if I was going to make an episode. And so I was like, you know, I already started working on it. I already started making the plan for it because I do have a lot of opinions about it. You know, he and I went back and forth on uh, my opinions on it. But at the very root of it, I had to basically bring to light for myself yet again to remind myself of just how real it is out here for me and how I've always had to be very careful when I moved around this world, period, in a way that men will never understand, um, that there's a, there's a disconnect in understanding what we're trying to express as Black women when we are abused, mis mistreated, um, manipulated by and lied on by Black men. It's hurtful. And yes, people lie. Yes, these things do occur. I'm not naive to that. But I like to think about what's been proven historically. I believe I already said statistically as well. But if you want to know who's who's at the top of the list, just go to that that popular Malcolm X quote that you all love to quote so much about who is the most disrespected person in America because it ain't you. Right? And it's not to be like y'all don't matter. We already know you matter. What we're trying to say is we don't want to have to have to sit here and have these conversations with y'all to understand that it's cool to ride with us too. As much as y'all want us to ride with you, it is absolutely a-okay for you to hop on this bandwagon and ride for us too. Because this is what we need and everyone's talking about what we can do to move forward. And it's just, it's a weird... I don't want to say it's a crabs in a crabs in a barrel mentality because I I don't know if I feel like that's what I'm trying the appropriate way to name what I'm trying to describe, but I do feel like if there's a severe lack of need to be concerned about one another, um, people don't people used to do things off the strength that you were black because there was a time when you needed that. There was a time in our ancestors' history where your life depended on off the strength. Right. And it hurts. It hurts. It hurts just like Daniel Cameron feeling this hurts. And I don't want to see any of my black men on that level. For what? So this is me trying to, I don't know, encourage our men to stand up more for us. Um, there's an issue too with men in, in our emotional nature, who we are as women and what we bring to the table, typically bring to the table because not all men or women are the same, but typically we bring something to the table that they love to be around. They love to benefit from, but don't always want to fight for it. And I think that's just like hurtful to me. And I don't think any man can really tell me, especially black men or any, like I said, any man for that matter, but could tell any woman, honestly, what it's like to experience you all. You don't know how many men, when a lot of these women have come across who have, you know, just gotten away by the skin of their teeth from an abusive situation before it even got there. 
That's why I just be like, Wusa Tiffany, because of course there's going to be things on everyone's end that we don't really get, but this particular thing here, this particular issue, this issue that is fact, the fact that um we still it still has to be wrestled with, mind boggles me. What also mind boggles me <laughs> is the way that everyone tried to, well, a lot of black men and men were trying to majority, let me put that in there as well, the majority, were were literally creating their own narrative of what happened after immediately after the shooting occurred, immediately after Tory Lanez was already arrested for having a gun. And then the whispers of Megan possibly being shot and no one from either party hadn't said anything. And to watch the way that black men literally knees to chest <laughs> ran to be go to go out and be clickbait so bad. And I miss you, Darius, if you're listening. <laughs> but wanna be that so bad. It's like why? I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. And I, and I feel like I hate to liken it. <laughs> I really hate to liken it to racism, but it's like, why do you, why are you all holding on to this bias? Why are you all holding on to it when you know the opposite? You know that it's wrong. It's a simple fundamental issue for me when it comes down to things like racism, when it comes down to things like um, choosing to be, you know, someone who commits a domestic violent act. All these things to me are choices. They're also mental issues, but they're also to me choices because you can choose to stop doing it because in actuality, no one's forcing you. You choose to do these things. So I want to know why is it that when a man commits an act like this, or it's alleged, or you know whatever the news wants to speak with, or what happens in your local cities, and you see on whatever those things happen, right? Why is it that nine point nine times out of ten, the men are the first one to to proclaim this man's a man's innocence when you know the opposite? It's weird. It's weird to me. Um, and like I said, it's super, it's super disappointing. It's, it's also scary because literally who can I run to then? I think what annoyed me most about this situation and, and disappointed me even further was that I knew, and I think many women knew and felt like this too, that the moment that Megan did not name Tori as the person who shot her, that eventually this was going to come up again because it's it has to it's going to come up again. It's not going to just oh he didn't do it and disappear. No, he was arrested with a gun charge. It's not going to happen. But I knew that the way things are playing out for her now, that folks will literally start with the victim blaming that she was going to have it hard. I don't think she's struggling. Obviously, she did SNL and so you know she's out here moving. And doing what she got to do. But I just think about how exhausting it is to see another Black woman have to continue to move and navigate in, in the spaces that, or in, in, a, in a way, 
because she was caused harm by a black man. And one that can't even admit that they did it. One that took the opportunity and it's kind of like fucked up. Y'all don't think it's messed up that this man has never talked about the situation, never left everything like real hush hush all these months. And then the opportunity that they took, he took to talk about it. He he wanted to make money from it. And, and I mean, from a business mindset, if I was a business person and, and that was it, okay, sure. I guess you can make that make sense money-wise. You want the money. How are you going to get money? Putting something scandalous out. Scandalous fucking sells. Look at Takashi. <laughs> All right. We know it sells. So let's do it. And then putting it out a few days after the Breonna Taylor ruling for the most part, we knew just what wasn't going to happen. And I believe I, I read somewhere where Tory Lane said that um, the album came out around on his mother's birthday as well. And I believe that might be the day that she passed. I don't want to, I'm over here trying to, <laughs> trying to Google it to see real quick. Cause I don't want to misspeak. I don't want to do that, but I'm now seeing, <laughs> I just realized something and I didn't catch up with the news. This just hit the hit the presses an hour ago, two hours ago. Tory Lanez charged with felony assault and Megan B. Stallion shooting. Look at, you know, I don't want to say um, that the stars have aligned for this moment to occur because I've been wanting to talk about this for some time and I have held off on doing this episode. And the day that I do it, this is what I see when I Google Man, God, thank you for <laughs> alignment. So I'm seeing here if, um, and I'm not rep dancing on nobody's grave, right? Y you shouldn't have shot her. But if convicted, he can face up to 23 years. God damn. And you know why I don't feel bad? Oh, I exhale. You know why I don't feel bad? Because if Remy can stab a, stab a bitch in the stomach over $100 or whatever it was and go to jail for seven years, you can damn sure go to jail for 23 for shooting a bitch. <laughs> like, I don't, like, what you want me to do? Both the situations are dumb. They did not have to happen. And now look at you. Now charges are pressed. And <laughs> wow, look at that timing. I didn't even know. Damn. Wow, that just kind of, you know, lifted my spirits a little bit because I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of having to worry about getting things from Black men from all ends because getting it from you and then getting it from other people, other men outside of you and then everyone else in this whole fucking world. Tired. All right, exhausted. So, you know, I wish him the best. Um, I also wish even more that ladies for us, for our knuckleheaded asses, for our sakes, that we stop doing everything it is in our power at times to save some of these men. I'm not saying do anything that if you know somebody and do something, you know what I mean? Not, I'm not going there, but I'm saying if someone hurts you, if someone physically hurts you to the point where you got to go to the hospital to any point, fuck that to any point, 
You don't have to explain yourself to anybody for how long it takes you to say something about it, but you can absolutely positively say something about it. And I don't know for the life of me, for the life of me, why somebody would ever think there's something wrong with it. Something wrong with you speaking about an injustice that happened, an injustice that happened to you. What does she have to do? What do black women have to do? Die? For you to say, oh, that shouldn't have happened to her. Is that what is that what needs to occur? Even seeing other celebrities chime in on it, I, I believe, what was it? 50 Cent said something real wild. Disappointed. <laughs> Disappointed in... Quite honestly, um, I don't care how much money someone has. I'm gonna, I'm not impressed by this man, or any men, any man that can um, speak that way and be. I just think it's so nasty, and I just it don't make me feel good. One can say that I can sort of understand why someone would need to know, you know, both sides of the story before they make their own informed decision about their opinion on what happened. I I can sort of get behind that. I think for me, where I'm like, well, let's do a little bit more work than that. Like if we're a little bit nosy, a little bit curious, and we want to know exactly why this situation is uh, is so important and why so many of us are talking about it and are upset about it, let's look at probabilities. Let's look at the facts of the likelihood that Black women will face some form of violent act in their lives. That's just period. And we're not even going on. We're not even at the part of like, who done it? It's just going to happen. So we walk around, most women, if they know, you know, the facts, they walk around with this in the back of their mind of just a matter of like, well, when? By who? And that's crazy. So, you know, I don't mean to bring the mood down, but I'm like, this is an issue that all women have to face. All women are scared and worried about and fearful of. And to already be a woman and have that be your concern that you share with most women who know who knows this exists and know this is a thing that they wish never occurred and never happened. And then to be black on top of all of that. And deal with the same shit that you got to deal with. It's like. <sighs> how, Ladies. We are the MVPs. We truly are the MVPs. Um, I think that's really all I want to want to say about this particular situation. Because again, I don't want to run it through the mud. I don't even want to sit here and be like, fuck you, Tory Lanez, you motherfucking... Mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I just want us to remember that behind these stories are people, right? As much as we're, we're looking at this situation with them and trying to make our own determination and ruling over, we're forgetting that. And I don't think many of us are forgetting, but there's just so much going on around us that we're missing. And I think this election... And this entire past four years we've had with um, that Cheeto stick that's that's uh, that's hanging out in the office, has been hanging out in the office these past four years, um, has taught us anything is that something got to give. We fucking up. 
y'all fucking up. So this week there's no song. I don't feel like a song, um, not that it's not necessary, but I don't have no song for y'all this week. That's how annoyed I am. That's how I, I, my mind is on other things right now. And, um, so I hope that you enjoyed this first episode. It may not have been <laughs> as rah rah as y'all used to me being, but you know, sometimes the things have to be said. And coming back, y'all, I got to be intentional. I have to be. And shout out to Quan, my last guest <laughs> on my podcast before I just disappeared, Mister Be Intentional himself. Shout out to you, Quan, because that's what I'm trying to be. And you know. When I tell y'all, when I have these conversations with my friends and I've had them with people on my podcast, they really do. I sit with things. And I think having sat with the last few people, last few guests I've had these past, uh, the last three episodes, each one of them have ta- has taught me something. And then, you know, to, to end it with Quan's episode, is episode 10 about disintentionality. It just brings so many things full circle to me. Um, so shout out to you, Quan, and also shout out to my bro TJ. I miss you, and I'm so thank thank you for checking in on me, and thank you for anybody who's been checking on me lately. I appreciate it. Um, all my friends check on me, so I love y'all. Thank y'all so much. That is episode 11, and I'll be back next week. Uh-huh.